Welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I'm Kayla Teal. I'm Phoebe Richards. I'm Stephanie Thompson. And I'm Grace Penzel. We're here doing a Stoner Chicks podcast. But first off, I'd like to make a couple of shout outs to our new Patreon members, Brooks from Oregon and Angela from Nebraska. So let's give them a big shout out. Yes. Shout out. (sighs) Thank you for signing up for Patreon. It really helps us out. We're just a fledgling little podcast. So uh, Patreon members, thank you so much. Yeah. And um, besides Patreon, we've got some exciting stuff going on in Seattle. We just booked our 420 show, baby. We're so excited. Yeah, we are performing improv live together, all four of us, for the first time since 2019. And I couldn't be more excited. The show is going to be at the Factory Lux at the Old Rainier uh, Brewing Company, I think. No. Yeah, the big old Rainier Brewery. The Old Rainier Brewery. I'm just extending the name. Um, (laughs) It's an awesome space. It's it's at 8 p.m. on, you guessed it, April 20th. And uh, we have a feature, Jill Silva, a really funny stand-up comic. So get tickets at thefactorylux.com. That's my plug. We'll also put it on our website. Grace just made us a beautiful poster that I'm obsessed with. It's going to be good times. Phoebe can guarantee. That's a Phoebe stamp of guarantee. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so get your tickets now. You can check them out on our website. Uh, So today we have a guest. We're super excited to have Nicole, a.k.a. Dope Kitchen, here with us on the podcast. She's one of my favorite cannabis content creators out there. She combines comedy, weed, and cooking as a means to destigmatize cannabis use to make the world a better and yummier place. Please welcome today's honorary stoner chick, Nicole. Woo! You're having me. Hi. What's up? <laughs> should I be smoking a joint right now? Is that cool? You're more than if welcome. If you to. want to, you should. Okay. Sweet. I'm gonna take a few puffs. <laughs> All right. Good. Yeah. We'll we'll get high. We'll smoke to that. I'll smoke to that. I have my bong here. Ooh. Cheers. Fancy. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nicole, for our listeners who maybe are less familiar with your content, can you explain to them kind of what your whole deal is? Sure. So let me take you back to the beginning of uh, the pandemic, April 2020. Um <laughs> I think we can all kind of agree that it was a very confusing and scary time. And I, for one, was kind of trapped in my tiny studio apartment in California, hadn't seen another human being in three weeks. I was going fucking crazy. Um, So I needed something to do to just get me out of bed and make myself laugh or motivate myself to just be alive because it was a crazy time in all of our lives. So I decided to get high and bake a pie that reminded me of home. And for some odd reason, I decided it would be fun to film and make a little cooking video that I would only share for my friends. And my friends encouraged me to post it on TikTok. And when I did, people just kept asking for more high cooking videos and I kept giving the people what they wanted. So yeah, um, yeah give so, the people what they want. So here we are almost two years later, I have built 
the most fun, incredible community. I still mm. get high and cook and post those silly videos to TikTok and Instagram every week. But my page just became so much about so much more than just getting high and cooking. Like I talk a lot about my relationship with food, mental health, especially I've talked a little bit about mushrooms, but I got to keep my mouth closed a little bit on Instagram. So that Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> doesn't take my page down. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, my, my audience has just gotten to know me as a person and the things I like to do for fun, the things that make me tick, the things that make me laugh. And it's just a, a place where I like to treat all my followers as my internet friends. And yeah, if you're just down to, for some chill cooking content with a stoner chick who likes to talk about some other weird things, then give me a follow. Fuck yeah, I love that. Hell yeah. Already did. <laughs> uh, all right, well, uh, Phoebe here, and I got a couple of icebreaker questions for you before we get into the hard hitting. Oh, sweet. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> warm me up. Yeah. Uh, so what show are you most likely to binge? Oh my God. Um. Well, I just binged Euphoria this weekend. Um, I'm binging that right now. It's intense. Yeah, it is very intense. I feel like I regret binging it. I want to go back and do like one episode a day because it's a lot to handle in like one sitting. Um, But I also love reality TV shows, especially dating reality TV shows. So I've been binging Love is Blind season two so hard the last couple of weeks. You just named the two shows Phoebe and I are binging right now. <laughs> yes. I'm also like dying for the Love is Blind finale on Friday. Oh, I'm so excited for it. Uh, I don't think any of the couples are going to stay together. You don't? <laughs> no. I've been conspiring that I think they all will. Really? Oh, God. <laughs> It says a lot about Kayla's outlook on life. It's yeah. so refreshing. It says a lot about my outlook on life, too. Everyone's going to hate each other. I'm a pessimist. Uh. Uh, all right. Next one. What is your favorite time of day to get high? Oh, I'm definitely a nighttime smoker. I don't like getting high during the day because I get too sleepy if I don't keep up the high. Mm -hmm. So I'm more of a like 6 p.m. kind of Mm. high person. Awesome. Riding into the evening. Yeah. (laughs) And then our last icebreaker question. What would you say is your signature unique ingredient? Hmm. I don't think I, I don't know if I have a signature unique ingredient, like maybe just the pot that I smoke or the edibles. That I <laughs> yeah. take. Otherwise I use a lot of garlic, but that's not unique. Yeah. Garlic could be your unique, well, sure, but garlic, garlic and being high and the ingredient being high. of yourself. Yes. Being high. I'm sure your relation to garlic relationship to garlic is really specific to you. You know what I mean? Like everyone has their own relationship that they develop with certain different kinds of foods over the course of their life. So garlic means something different to you than it does to any of the rest of us. I'm sure. Does it mean something significant to you at all? I can't really think of a a significance (laughs) that garlic has in my life. Other than as I get older, I add a lot more garlic to everything that I cook. Whereas when I was younger, it was maybe a clove now it's just mm. 12 cloves minimum it all in dish. there yeah oh heck yes so i wanted to ask you what uh what's your history with weed how long have you smoked and what was your first time like 
My first time was after senior prom in high school. (laughs) My best friend, Matt, who is still one of my close friends to this day, he uh, gave me my first joint. I think I smoked Mm -hmm. a joint unless it was a bowl. I'm pretty sure it was a joint though. Um, And I don't really feel like I got high at all. I feel like everyone says that after their first time, they're like, I don't know if I did it right. And I, I probably didn't do it right. I maybe tried smoking weed like two or three more times that summer before going off to college. But I was kind of one of those people who was like so afraid of disappointing my parents. So I, because weed was illegal back then, I was just so afraid of getting caught and then having my parents be disappointed in me. So from age like 18, when I first tried it until age like, I don't know, 23, I rarely touched weed because I was just so afraid of doing something that was really illegal. I smoked it a few times in college. I bought it once in college. Um, Usually I just bummed it off of other people if it it was available at a party or someone (laughs) offered it to me. But then when I moved to California in 2014. Oh yeah. Yeah. Things (laughs) changed. Um, I I was too lazy to get my medical card, but medical marijuana was totally legal here. So whenever my friends would go shopping for themselves and get weed for themselves because they had a medical card, I would have them buy it for me. Um, But then when it became recreationally legal in 2018, that's when I really started to incorporate it into my like daily or weekly life. And from Mm. like probably mid 2018 onwards was when I was using edibles like several times a week. And I started smoking a little bit more. Smoking is definitely my preferred method, but now I'm like an almost daily user and only usually at night. And in addition to being a cannabis user and good cook, you're also an Olympic style weight lifter. Well, I used to be, that's how I started in strength sports. Um, and then after that I did powerlifting for about two and a half years, but for the last like year and a half or so life has just gotten too busy that I don't train the way I used to. So I feel weird calling myself a power lifter. Now I would just say like, I like to lift, <laughs> but yeah, I, I have a history with strength sports. Cool. So as far as like cannabis and nutrition go, how do those two things factor into your life as an athlete? Well, I feel like cannabis has actually helped me improve my relationship with food in some ways. And I think the reason why I cook such healthy meals for my TikTok is also directly related to like how I want to help people understand like how to develop a better relationship with food. So just to like backtrack and explain that a little bit, I feel like when I was a little bit younger, especially in my early and mid twenties, when I was working out a lot and trying to eat super clean and super healthy, I'd say I was probably borderline orthorexic, if not like fully blown orthorexic. So I was just like addicted to exercise and like measuring and tracking every single thing that went into my body, eating clean. I say that with air quotes. I was just like so anxious about like putting certain foods into my body, exercising all the time. I would do like two a day workouts while having a full-time job while measuring and tracking every single one of my meals. It was just like, it was ridiculous. And I didn't see it as a problem when I was kind of going through it. But in retrospect, now that I'm like 30 and have a much better relationship with food, I look back on that period of my life and I realize like that was pretty fucked up. And like that really messed with my head a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. But cannabis um, and the reason why I cook while getting high I, I feel like cannabis has just helped me loosen up a bit more and have a lot more fun in the kitchen instead of like overly stressing about how many 
calories is in a dish or how many grams of protein are included in my meals. Mm -hmm. Like I am just able to let go of that stress and anxiety when I get high and have fun in the kitchen. So I hope that that message has come across in a lot of my content as well, because I, I want people to understand that like food is nothing that we should fear. It's nothing that we should waste our time stressing about. Like your body needs carbs, fats, proteins, vegetables, like all of the nutrients, but it's also okay to like have a cookie every now and again. And I have always wanted that to be kind of my mission with why I smoke cannabis and have fun cooking in the kitchen. It's just kind of like letting go of all of the pressure that we used to put on ourselves whenever we would like eat or exercise a certain way. Hell yeah. That's awesome that you've kind of had that evolution. And thanks. And uh, you mentioned cookies because I was I was going to mention cookies because you do all these great healthy meals. But I think the last recipe you posted was like a brown buttered cookie. I just ate one of my <laughs> leftovers right before hopping onto this call. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good right now. Yeah, no, it's really awesome because I'm neurodivergent and I have a really weird relationship with food because I'm a really picky eater, as all of my stoner chicks can attest of like textures and stuff just throw me off but I've been trying to get more into like just a better relationship with food where it's not so scary and watching your videos makes it really fun and enjoy it well it makes me excited to cook which is never a thing I do because cooking scares me (laughs) but it's super fun and hearing that about your relationship with food is really cool of like how cannabis has helped you. Because I feel like it's it's helped me too. <laughs> no, cannabis has helped me with like eat, being better with it, trying new foods and stuff. Just because I like get the munchies. I'm like, yeah. well, I don't really care if capers are in it right now. I'll just <laughs> deal with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I tried. We've all tried some really weird food combinations while totally stoned. I did once in college. I don't know what it was, but some boy made me like a cream cheese chive and like chopped ham sandwich and I thought it was gourmet hmm. <laughs> disgusting in retrospect yeah. no, but, yeah. but, but that's great that like you're able to just kind of like let go of that pickiness and and just have fun with food instead of like yeah overanalyze it thank you well thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you well thank you <laughs> And on that note, stoners, we're going to take a really quick smoke break and more with Nicole when we come back. Welcome back from your smoke break, stoners. We hope you're having a great time. (laughs) We are. We're here with Nicole, aka Dope Kitchen, having a blast. Woohoo! We were just talking at and during our smoke break that uh, Nicole and I have a couple things in common that we have a love of backpacking in the outdoors, mm-hmm. and both have been at one time distance runner or track runner. I've always been an athlete. I I really was a distance runner, but I did swimming and soccer and all the other stuff that you could possibly do as a kid. But um, I still kept that as an adult in my life where working out is really important to me. And I think that's so cool that it's still important in your life. And I read your um, interview you did with Voyage LA and there was a quote that stuck out to me. So I love to share more than just food with my followers. My life is vibrant, active, and fun. And I want my followers to understand that you can be happy, healthy, and active while being a cannabis user. That just resonated with me because 
I talk about this all the time on our podcast. Like my favorite thing to do is to do this crazy active thing, either elevated or when I'm done, I get elevated. Mm -hmm. And it just is like an added thing. And I just want to know what are some of your favorite, I know you live in California, um, but like some of your favorite places to go backpacking or camping or what are some of the activities? I know I saw you do surfing sometimes. I just started. Yeah. I just started started like a couple of weeks ago. So that's brand new to me. Um, I probably won't be getting high before I surf. No, not while I'm learning. I, well, I live in Southern California, specifically in Santa Monica. um, So I'm right by the beach. So um, I try to make it a point to get down to the beach almost every day. I'd probably say on average, like four or five times a week just to like go for a walk or a bike ride. So that's just like one of my favorite places to be on a daily basis. And then when weather and time permits, I love going to the Eastern Sierra in California. That's where Mount Whitney is, which is the tallest mountain in the contiguous US, Um, not including Alaska, of course. Um, And the you know, the mountains out there are just so beautiful. And there are so many like gorgeous turquoise glacier lakes. It's just a sight to be seen. And it's my, by far my favorite place in California to be is anywhere along the Eastern Sierra mountain range. Um, there are a few places a little bit closer to LA that I like to go to, like the Angeles national forest is only a little over an hour away, San Bernardino area. There's a lot of beautiful mountains that are pretty tall and great for like training hikes for when I do the bigger mountains, but I don't know. I just, I love being outside even just for a a walk in my neighborhood. And it gives me so much serotonin. So I need that on a daily basis. And sometimes I like to get high while I do these activities as well. I go for a a jaywalk, as I like to call it in my neighborhood. I'm definitely not (laughs) supposed to legally be walking around smoking a joint, but you know, I do sometimes. Yeah, we all all do do it. it. I am a proponent in that just because I kind of like, (laughs) uh, it just adds, it adds to my experience. And if I'm kind of right now at the point where I'm like, if you're going to fuck with me, fuck with me at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all in Washington State. Have you done any hiking up, yes, up our way? Yes, I love Washington, except I've never actually been there like during the gloomier months. So I don't know how like terrible it is in the winter. But um, I went on my first backpacking trip ever in Washington. <gasps> I did Jade Lake. I don't know if you've ever been there. Mm. It's it was absolutely gorgeous, but I did sprain my ankle. Oh no! On the way in. Oh. oh no! But I made it. I made it alive. Not too many terrible injuries. And then I did the enchantments <gasps> this past summer. Sweet. I did too. When did you go? I went in like early July. Okay, I went in August. So oh, okay, yeah, we weren't there at the same time. But did you go to yeah. Snow Lake or were you in the core? Um, I didn't backpack. We just did the through. We just hike. did the through um, hike. That's great. You are a backpacker. That is intense. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, it was a lot. Um, I slept in a car the night before starting. And then I think we were on the trail around 430 in the morning. Yep. Um, I can't remember exactly how many hours it took us, but I want to say like upwards of 12 or 13. It was a lot. My joints hurt and I was wearing shorts. So I chafed so bad by the end of that hike that my inner thighs were bleeding. Oh no. (laughs) I look down at like mile 17 and I'm covered in blood and there's five more miles left. And I was like, fuck, (laughs) I could have really used an edible at that time, but I don't think I packed them with me. (laughs) No. So that is pretty extreme. I love it. I was wondering for someone who 
starts really is starting really small maybe a stoner who doesn't do that many physical activities but is fitness curious what do you think would be a good first step if you don't have access to a gym or to a trainer or anything like that a good first step to like get into sort of like the fitness world um i would start with whatever like kind of makes you happy. Like I hate to say like do home workouts or just like get some dumbbells because I don't even, I cannot work out in my own home. I hate doing it. So like if I was brand new and I did not have the fitness background that I do have, I would at least just start with walking because getting outside feels good. It feels nice to move your body. And there are like certain goals that are very attainable to hit with like walking. You can maybe walk a little bit faster and do the same mile that you did last week and see if you've improved or you can go a further distance. And that can be like a new goal of yours. Like I, I just think it's really easy to set goals and like work toward those goals when it comes to walking and that's just a really easy first step for fitness. And I think like setting attainable goals is always something that is really important, not just in fitness, but anything in life. Because when you are able to reach these little baby goals that you set for yourself, then you gain more confidence because you were able to accomplish something no matter how big or small it is. So I would say like walking is great or I don't know, there are always like fitness influencers who offer some type of at home workout program, but I mean, that's not really my favorite thing. I think getting outside and getting some fresh air while moving your body, whether it's walking, running, biking, skateboarding, whatever, like that kind of brings me more joy as a fitness activity than any at home workout ever would. Me too. Totally. Yay. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> For sure. So when you're cooking, let's go back to the food. So I know that you try always to chop all your veggies before you get stoned. Yes. <laughs> why, why do you do that? Or is it just making it a more pleasurable experience all around if you've already have all your veggies chopped? Well, it's just so much slower if I wait until I smoke weed before I chop my veggies because mm -hmm. I, I just move at like a tortoise-like pace <laughs> when, I've, when I've smoked. So I try to get all of the hard work done before I smoke so that it's just a matter of pouring things into a pan or assembling things instead of having to deal with a sharp knife. Totally love that <laughs> i'm just i'm trying to stay safe and keep all my fingers <laughs> yeah well we were all discussing before you came on we were wondering you wait to smoke after you cut your veggies but how do you deal with cleaning up after oh fuck. <laughs> um i usually i wait until sober nicole has to deal with it usually the next morning mm -hmm. sometimes sometimes i have the energy to just say like fuck it i'm doing this now and i'll take another hit of my joint and just power through my dishes okay but that's yeah. not yeah around. that's not usually how it happens <laughs> um if it's really late at night or if the joint or edible is really knocking me out then i usually put it off and leave it for sober nicole do you have a favorite go-to munchie recipe for our listeners? My munchie recipe is probably the same thing that I eat for breakfast every day. Like if I have nothing else in my house and I don't feel like cooking, then I will make a yogurt bowl. So it's Greek yogurt, frozen blueberries, emphasis on the frozen, because I think they're much better than fresh blueberries mm. for a yogurt bowl. It adds a little bit of texture. You have to work a little harder mm -hmm. to chew the blueberry. Um, so mm. Greek yogurt, fro frozen blues, some honey, some type of nut butter, 
and granola. Mm. And then I just mix everything up and it's just like the perfect texture of like crunchy plus creamy plus Mm -hmm. cold and nutty. So it satisfies all the senses when I'm stoned and it's really healthy and it has a lot of protein. So it's nice, a nice healthy munchie. That sounds delicious. I love a good yogurt (laughs) bowl. You are a woman after my own heart. I swear. <laughs> well, that is so wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we uh, we had a gathering of the four of us recently, and we made the uh, goddess green goddess dip that you reposted from that other oh, yeah. cooking influencer. Baked by Melissa. Yeah, baked by Melissa's recipe. That was so good. We loved it. It was, it was very good. There was, okay, so what's weird is it's not even my recipe and that was my most popular video I've ever posted on TikTok. <laughs> it has <laughs> like nearly 6 million views and I've never like come close to that before. <laughs> um, but it, it's a very like polarizing salad. Some people absolutely loved it and so so many people were shitting on it and they were like, it's a waste of money, a waste of time. But I thought it was wow. refreshingly good. I think they're probably just making it wrong. Yeah, we loved it. Okay, so for our listeners who haven't uh, had this goddess salad, let's, I, I think I can recount. Was it cabbage or am I making it's that cabbage. up? It's cabbage. It's a lot of cabbage, a whole head of cabbage, a, a cucumber, uh some chives and green onion i think and then the dressing is like a it's almost like a vegan pesto and it's just like it comes together so well and it's very light and refreshing and i thought it was really great to eat with some blue corn tortilla chips i don't understand why people hated it exactly what we did and we had a great time (laughs) it was a refreshing snack so go check out that a uh, TikTok video and go check out the baked by Melissa thing. I and how's your edible treating? <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. Two hours ago, I ate an edible, and now we're here. So <laughs> I wanted to give you an opportunity. Like, obviously, we've been hearing some great stuff about your social media. I want to give you an opportunity to sort of plug your social media and let us know what's going on over in your community there. For sure. Um, So TikTok is my first platform. It's my biggest platform. So you can find me on TikTok at dope underscore kitchen. And then on Instagram, I am dope underscore underscore kitchen. (laughs) Single underscore was taken. Um, So that's annoying. What is that account doing? They're doing absolutely nothing. Dope kitchen with no (laughs) underscores also taken, but I don't think they're active. It's just so lame. I want, I want those usernames. Um, But I post a lot of really fun stuff on my Instagram stories. Mondays is a like a free for all Q&A. Friday is usually some sort of very inappropriate thing, either a secret box or we talk about how much we hate men. Like it's, <laughs> it's fun. Um, I'm down. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? I can I plug a few products? Of course. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. So we talk a little bit about healthy eating and how I have like this great relationship with food now. And I want to like help people understand how to like plan their meals for the week and eat things that are not only really 
good for you, but really fucking delicious as well. So I have a monthly subscription through an, a platform called Taste Made, and it's a weekly grocery list and four recipes that go along with each grocery list. And they're all like pretty easy to make, really simple, delicious, nutritious meals. I'm trying to like find some crossover between ingredients from recipe to recipe so that there's less food waste. Cause you know how we always like buy 15 ingredients per recipe and mm-hmm. waste a shit ton of food. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, it's just, yeah, it's a weekly grocery list and um, four recipes that go along with it. And it's only eight bucks a month. I've heard a lot of people say that they save money on groceries with the list. So that's really awesome. So you won't even notice that that $8 is gone. So check it out if you're <laughs> if you're down. Um, I'd love to yeah. help spice up your weekly menus. I'm thinking about doing that myself. I did one of those silly boxes things and there was so much yeah. waste to it. So much packaging mm-hmm. waste. So I canceled that service. And I saw that you had your service on Dope Kitchen, and I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about totally doing that myself. It's only eight bucks a month. Yeah, I'll send you. A, I'll send you a couple of sample weeks so you can try it out. Oh no, before I'll, committing. Oh, I'll commit. <laughs> okay, I'm down. Cool. <laughs> Steph is not afraid of no. <laughs> I am, so that's why we're different. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Nicole. We're so happy to have been able to sit down with you. Thanks for taking the time, listeners. Check out all of Nicole's content. If you're looking for something yummy or going grocery shopping, check out her service, all those things. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you again, Nicole. And thank you listeners for listening (laughs) for (laughs) fuck me. Okay. Let's. We're not cutting this part out, are we? No. No, we never do. No, they're they're not going to cut it out. Anyway. I love you. Thank you. Blah, blah. <laughs> We're on Instagram at Stoner Chicks Podcast. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. We're at Stoner Chicks Pod on Twitter, Broccoli Broads on TikTok. And we have a newsletter that you can sign up for at stonerchickspodcast.com. Once again, we love you so very much. And without further ado, Kayla, what do stoner chicks always say? Uh, never, you really, you know, you really can never have too much garlic. So. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke your weed, everybody. Bye-bye.